Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawker, and Big Swing. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is Monday night again, and uh, it's another Monday night football. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough for me because I, I love doing the show, and I, uh, I love talking to all of y'all and, and everything. But, uh, again, you're going to have another icon granny-centric show tonight, even though granny's team is the team that, you know, I'm currently covering. But, uh, but again, it is Monday Night Football, but it is also Attitude Era Live Night, another huge show here that we've got for us. Icon, you know, did his due diligence and, uh, and has put everything together for us. So, Icon, well, what do we got on tap here tonight? All right, well, uh, we got uh, Puffer Mania. They're going to give us an update for their upcoming show uh, in two weeks. Uh, we got Chris Slade. We got Brimstone, Hellfire, and, and we're going to have Monroe Jameson from the Female Wrestling Championships. Uh, so we got a big night tonight, and uh, the uh, Puffer Mania guys should be on there. Uh, we'll, we'll give them uh, about 15, and then we'll uh, get our, next, our first guest on. There is a um, there is a seven zero one on. Yep, that's them. So you want me to put them through? All right, Icon. Here's what yep. I'm gonna do. Let me um, let me uh, switch over here so that I'm ready for the so that I'm ready for the commercials here, just in case I have to go to commercial break on our station. Okay, boom, Icon. They're on. You do your thing, my man, and uh, I'll jump in when I can. All right, we got Puffer Mania on to lead us off tonight, just like last week. It's a big night tonight, so we're going to go to this. So we got the Puffer Mania guys. Uh, give us a, a, an update on the upcoming show. 
Tell us again, where is it? When is it? And uh, are tickets still available? It is October 18th at the Doublewood in Fargo, North Dakota. Or Double Spree in Fargo, North Dakota on October now that, 18th. Now, that's, uh, that's the 18th. That's a, that's a Sunday night, obviously. And uh, so are you guys counting down the days for this one? Yeah, absolutely. We got uh, three uh, three weeks left for this epic show. Um, first ever show. First ever show. Puffamania presents Immortal. You know, it's crazy because not only is this our very first show, but this is the first true wrestling show in North Dakota since COVID. So we get to finally welcome wrestling back to all of the great wrestling fans here in the great state of North Dakota. So uh, tell us uh, how long you plan the show to be. Three hours. So now, have you guys have you guys decided exactly uh, what uh, what uh, fans can expect? I mean, it's going to be a three hour show. Now, let's say that there's fans that are listening right now that want to go to this thing. And, uh, you know, uh, the icon's going to be there at ringside, guest commentarying, and uh, he's also going to be throwing some financial funding your way through Attitude Era Live, which is great. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll get that taken care of. But uh, now let's say that uh, there's someone listening right now, and they want to – and there's some adults listening like going – can I bring my kids to this? Am I going to have to worry about uh, any rude behavior, anything like that? What would you say to uh, moms and dads out there that might want to bring their kids to this? Well, what I say is, you know, this isn't a Broadway play. You know, this isn't your G-rated movie and Frankly, it's never going to be. It's wrestling. Wrestling is a contact sport. It's a contact event. So if you don't like that, if you don't like violence, if you don't think violence is okay for kids, then don't bring your kids. This isn't all ages show. So well, here's the thing: if you don't think violence is is not good for kids, you, you let them watch football. You've seen some of these hits are just in this game alone. And, oh, absolutely. And, it's a total and another thing that I another thing that I hate too. Sorry to chime in, I got and, and cut you guys off, but uh, another thing I hate too is these parents that go, "Oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna rent the UFC pay per view this weekend," uh, but we can't go to a wrestling show. I've heard that, and, and the whole thing is because wrestling is you know simulated violence. And I'm like, well, what's, what, I mean, what's the difference? Just because a UFC fight's over in 14 seconds, that doesn't mean, you know, I, I just, uh, people are so hypocritical, man. I, I, I hate people. You know, I, I honestly, guy, I could go on for hours on this and totally agree with you. Really what it comes down to at the end of the day is we're all wrestling fans because we all became wrestling fans at one point. And for a good majority of us, it's when we were kids. But you got to think back to how old you were when you did. You know, there's a certain age for a kid to be at a wrestling show. You know, eight, nine, you know, you're getting into it. You're excited about it. You, you're you becoming an actual wrestling fan. You know, by all means, come, be there. You're, 
enough cognitive function to understand what's going on. You know, is it a place uh, well, for babies? You know, maybe not so much, but... Well, a crazy thing, too, though, my man, is I grew up... I'm 32. I don't know how old you are, but I grew up in the Attitude Era um, where, you know, it was some of the most grotesque violence that WWE has ever had, uh, and, and WCW, for that matter, you know, during the Monday Night Wars, and they were trying to outdo each other. And, I mean... I'm looking at some of this, and I, you know, I, I watch. I go back and I watch the episodes on the network. There's a lot of young kids in the crowd during those shows, and they're saying all sorts of curse words and doing sexualization stuff, and you know, all this mud wrestling and, and bra and panties matches and bitch this and hell that and you know, f this and 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 violence, tear shot, blood. I think it's I think it's a different culture nowadays. Like I think the kids are so much more sheltered and so much more protected and softer nowadays. Kids back then, you see some kids four or five, well, not four, but, you know, you see kids anywhere from maybe six to 10 or 11 in the audience with signs going, yeah, F him up, you know, they're cheering along and they want their guy. Nowadays, it's like these kids would be horrified if they saw any of that stuff. So I think it's a culture thing too. Well, you're once again, 100% right. The great uh, thing about wrestling and, you know, you're talking about if changing in culture. It hasn't changed culture. It's changed in who are we trying to sell the product to. And with that, trying to get more kids because you can then sell more product, that's going to cause you to change your product. However, that is your main targeted audience. Where our targeted audience is the wrestling fan. And just like back then, it doesn't adjust simply because the innocence of children. It's the art. And you can't you can't change the art. So this is going to be a old school wrestling show. This is going to be a good old fashioned slobber knocker. It's if you're wanting to bring your kids, you want to make it a family bonding. We 100% welcome it. In fact, we'd love to see that. But at the same time, you know, if you're worried about your kids seeing seeing violence and seeing, you know. The sites that you see at a wrestling show, if you don't want to see it, hear them cursing or anything like that, you know, we can do so much with our wrestlers, but we cannot tame the wrestling fans. So, keeping that in mind, you know, yes, we are an all ages show, but viewer discretion is advised. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pub Main's our guest here. we got about uh, four minutes here with you guys. So, uh, real quick here, uh, give a shout out to all your sponsors, including us. All right, we got MBF Drain Tile Systems, Metroflex Gym, Pixel Brewing Company, Border Town Bar and Grill, and our lovely sponsor, Attitude Era Live. One other than the icon. Now, uh, you guys know that uh, generally, uh, when the icon's in the audience, you know he uh, he likes to uh, he likes to have fun out there, uh, and. Uh, you know, uh, there is one match that uh, I'm looking very forward to, uh, uh, Matthias. Um, and uh, who is Matthias facing again? Give us a, give us a refresher. Well, yeah, that's uh, one of our triple main events there. Uh, it's a grudge match between El Machismo and uh, Matthias. These guys have been going down each other's throat, and they're ready to kick each other's butt at uh, Puppet Mania Presents Immortal October 18th at the Double Tree in West Fargo. 
And uh, how can fans get tickets? Let us know. Uh, you can go on over to our Puppamania Facebook page. Get on over there. Uh, hit the link to our Eventbrite page. Get the ringside tickets there. If you want GA tickets or tables, uh, you got to message Puppamania directly over the uh, Puppamania Facebook page. And while you're there, give us a follow. Give us a like. Now, uh, you guys plan on doing more shows than just this one, I hope, correct? Oh, absolutely. Immortal ain't going nowhere near as Puppamania. There's a reason <laughs> and, why uh, we're going wild, and it's not just for a pun. And uh, we got Puppamania here. We got about two and a half minutes here. Uh, but I'll tell you what, guys, uh, this is going to be a big event. Uh, what we want to do is we'll keep having you guys on. Hopefully, we'll be able to open up some more time, uh, you know, the week before the event. Uh, you know, but uh, I've had uh, I've had all these guests booked out uh, a year in advance. As a matter of fact, we got guests booked from now until next August. So uh, it's uh, wow. it, it, the show is growing, and uh, we we want to give you guys uh, ample airtime as well. Uh, so what I want you guys to do is coordinate with me, so when you know your next uh, show is we can get you guys on more time uh, to talk about the upcoming stuff and what's going on. It'll be awesome. Well, Icon, that, uh, Icon we definitely will do that do. for you. Absolutely. We love what and you guys do. Yeah. And uh, hopefully uh, around uh, next September, uh, you guys will plan on a show that, that, that will be around my wedding time. Uh, when we get Granny Hulkster down here, I'm sure she'd love to be in the audience. You know, and oh, uh, we maybe someone, we'll have her. We got someone special for Granny Hulk. We got someone special for you there, Granny. Speaking of that special oh, well, someone. Oh, I, I can hardly, I can hardly wait. The, the special someone yeah. is uh, a very important piece to Puppamania Presents Immortal. Uh, his name is Sly Fox, and we got more details with him uh, oh, coming this week. Are you talking about Sylvester Fox? You know I'm talking about Slybester J. Fox. Oh, I can't Sorry. wait because I've already talked trash to him before. I can't <laughs> wait to talk trash to him face to face. I have it on good authority. I have it on good authority that Granny made him cry once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do believe that he's a soft guy sometimes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, guys. We got about uh, we got about thirty seconds here. Uh, we are going to have you guys on again next week. Uh, probably the same time, uh, same time frame. But if I if I get an opening, we'll have you guys on longer. But we want to thank you guys for uh, being on, and uh, we'll get you on next week, and we'll uh, talk to you again. Thanks, All right, guys. Well, we'll see you guys uh, same pub time, same, same pub channel. channel. Good night, guys. See you guys. All right, so our next guest should be on now. Is that the guy who called in pre-show, or or is he supposed to be third? No, he's he's uh, technically well, he's technically uh, well, technically second, but third, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. I don't happens see anybody on. Radio, you know? So, Icon, right. you're going to be at the Mania show, I assume. How's that going to be? Well, I'm going to I'm going to be doing. Uh, guest commentary, uh, guest commentary. So, yeah, I just hope I don't have to interject myself in any matches. That's all. 
Uh, are you gonna be able to control yourself? Probably not. All right. Hey, I, I got a. I got a. Uh, I have a two five one on the line. Yeah. Alabama. There you go. Yep. All right. Yep. I'm gonna jump over here because they're in the red zone now, so I gotta cover this. Uh, but you do your thing, man. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, about to step in the ropes right now. He brings the fire with him wherever he goes. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you, without further ado, Hellfire and Brimstone. What's up, guys? Hey, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. Um, This is Brimstone here. Yeah. Um. well, uh, I'll tell you what. At the we can we can do the uh, intro at the end too. That we'll have you do. That's fine. Um, so here's yeah, a, this, here's what we'll do. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah, this is just brimstone. This this is not hellfire and brimstone. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, with with yeah, that being said, what we'll have you do is we'll have you give us a little background about yourself, and then I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll do round table, and I'll. Uh, then we'll come back to me and I'll ask you the the uh, the nail biting question. So uh, give us a little background about yourself, there, Brimstone. Well, um, well, I'm from uh, you know from Mobile, Alabama. Um, been wrestling about uh, about six and a half years now, and um, basically just you know wrestle along the Gulf Coast and. Uh, 33 years old. Um, I mean, you want some wrestling background, or I mean, what you know? Well, well, no, that, we'll we'll fill, we'll fill all that in. Uh, so, uh, being okay. from Alabama, I guess uh, I, I guess uh, you're familiar with the term "roll tide." Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So what we'll do is we'll roll tide on this interview here. Uh, so now you've been uh, you've been uh, you've been in the business for for a long time. Uh, in your time in the business, um, have you uh, uh, have you earned uh, any titles? Uh, have you uh, uh, stacked up a lot of wins? Tell us about. Well, um, I uh, as far as titles go, um, the first ever uh, first championship that I ever won was a tag team championship in, uh, AWF, which is the Alabama wrestling federation. And, um, that was with my former partner, uh, hellfire. We were, you know, hellfire and brimstone. We were the soldiers of destruction. Uh, we had a, na- a manager went by the name of Damien midnight. That was a fun, that was a fun time. You know, it was early on just starting out my career, you know, the first year of my career there, it was a lot of fun doing that tag team, that little group. And uh, the first, the the second title that I won was with the same company. Uh, uh, I'd been wrestling about uh, three years at the time. And uh, I won their heavyweight championship. And I actually held that championship until earlier this year, just a couple months ago, as a matter of fact. Um so over three years, I held that championship and was their longest reigning champion in their company's history. Uh, I want to say they've been around since 2000. So uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, 
really appreciated everything they did for me. That's where I broke into the business at. But I've also um, wrestled for uh, Diamond Championship Wrestling and um, have been their Gulf Coast heavyweight champion. Uh, I've wrestled for the Alabama Wrestling Alliance, uh, been their heavyweight champion and still their current heavyweight champion. Um, also uh, done some wrestling for All Pro Wrestling out of Pensacola, Florida. Uh, was also their Gulf Coast heavyweight champion. And um, recently been out to Texas. Uh, that was a lot of fun. It was my first time in Texas there. No titles or anything, but that was a, a fun trip here recently. Um, so, yeah. Um, had my fair share, I guess you would say, of, you know, successes, you know. Uh, Brimstone's our guest here. we got 25 minutes here with Brimstone. So, now, do you miss tag, uh, tag team wrestling, or is it was it just time to move on, and uh, you just thought you'd be better off on your own? Uh, I'll understand if you don't want to answer the question, but what led to the departure? Well, actually, what led to the departure was my partner was just uh, a little older than me, and he was kind of ready to hang it up. At least, you know, he kind of felt like he was done. I don't think he was really happy with how everything was going necessarily. And he was getting older. You know, he was already in his 40s. And uh, that that had most to do with it. Uh, I was fine with tag teaming. Uh, obviously, my goal was to do singles wrestling, but uh, I was I was perfectly fine with tag teaming. And um, uh, but that's all it was. We we had a little reunion, you know. He came back, uh, you know, probably a year or two later. You know, we've had a couple uh, matches. I want to say it was, um, oh gosh, early 2019, I believe. Yeah, early 2019. Uh, in the AWA, we had a little run, did some tag team, and tried to uh, go for their tag team titles uh, unsuccessfully. And then he decided that, you know, that was good for him. He was he was happy with his, you know, comeback, got the tag team with me a little more, and uh, did some fun stuff. But, um, no, I like tag teaming. Uh, matter of fact, I just recently um, started a new tag team. Uh, that's part of the reason I recently went out to Texas. Uh, uh, myself and a man named John Taylor who has been in the business just over a year, uh, decided that uh, we would uh, form a tag team. And uh, we've uh, had only two tag team matches at the moment, but uh, I think we're going to be able to do something pretty good with it. And uh, maybe uh, maybe at some point you might, uh, uh, you might be able to hook us up with your tag team department, uh, have him uh, uh, as a guest with us. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. So, now, when you're wrestling, uh, do you consider yourself to be a heel, a baby face, an in-betweeny, or are you more of uh, the fan reaction type of guy? Um, I think any, any time, I guess, you are in front of a new crowd, you definitely should try to go with the fan's reaction towards what, what's happening, especially if you're, you know, uh, new to that crowd because you you could plan to come out as a baby face and <laughs> they <laughs> they don't buy it you know uh, sometimes it's best to 
if, you know, if they're already booing you, go with it, you know. But my typical um, – I'm typically babyface uh, with an attitude. Uh, not, I wouldn't say a tweener per se, but um, uh, I'm a babyface uh, pretty much just about anywhere I go. I have been a heel uh, at one point in time uh, for maybe a year or so. And the, the it just naturally gravitated back towards being a face. Uh, that's what the fans wanted. And so it's just what I decided to go back with, and it, it's worked out pretty well for me. Well, with that being said, we have Brimstone as a guest. Here we got 20, uh, 20 minutes. Uh, Granny, what do you have for our guest? Brimstone, go ahead. Well, hello, Brimstone. I am Granny Holkster. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a huge fan, and I'm glad to hear that you are a baby face with an attitude. I like that. Well, my first question is, um, what part of Texas did you and your new tag team partner wrestle in? Because I have a lot of friends that wrestle in Texas. We went to uh, Houston, Texas at the Houston Premier Arena for uh, – uh, Premier Wrestling Federation, and um, we competed in a. Um, basically, it was a. They were crowning brand new tag team champions. I don't know exactly if they had been stripped or if they didn't have tag team champions prior to this, but uh, we went to Houston, Texas, had an opportunity to compete in a uh, fatal four way tag team elimination to crown new premier tag team champions. So that was a pretty cool opportunity. Okay. Well, like I said, I have a lot of friends that wrestle in Texas. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with any of these names, but um, Tim Storm, Barrett Brown, Dean Fleming, um, Ryan Davidson, I, you know, just to name a few, but um, I have quite a few friends that wrestle Tim in Storm. Texas. <laughs> Oh, you, you know Tim Storm? Well, I know of him. I've, I've never met you him. You know of him? Uh, okay. Well, yeah. he's one of my very good friends. He's one of my very good friends. Um, I actually live in Arkansas, so uh, it's where I'm from. But uh, my other question, um, what has been one of your most memorable matches, and who was it against? I would say my most memorable match had to be um, six months into my career, I was given an opportunity on a night where um, a lot of people no-showed, right? Oh, wow. So, so the AWF had to um, really make a lot of adjustments. And basically their champion at the time uh, he is. He goes by the name of the War Machine, Chad Cheatham. And uh, I watched Chad Cheatham wrestle. You know, when I was probably between the ages of uh, you know twelve and fourteen years old, at our local fairgrounds. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah. So he was one of the local independent guys. You know, you always had the the guys on TV that you grow up watching, but I also had, you know, the guy that I looked up to on the small scale, so to speak, you know, the, the independent guy who was local, and uh, Chad Cheatham was that guy. And okay. 
he told them, you know, being his original opponent was either going to be late or not going to make it, that he wanted to work with me. Oh, and, wow. You know, like I said, I, yeah, I was only six months into my career, and um, I just felt like that was a huge opportunity for me. And uh, albeit, you know, I am proud of my performance in that match. I felt like I did great. But at the same time, I mean, he's this, you know, veteran who, I mean, he just carried me and led me through the whole match, obviously. He made me look great. He really did. Um, and I'll never forget that. That was probably the most memorable match um, that I've had just because of that circumstance, you know, getting to get in the ring with someone who you looked up to uh, growing up. That was that was really cool. That's awesome. Uh, Brimstone's our guest here. We got about uh, 16 minutes here with Brimstone. Now I'm going to ask you some uh, hard hitting questions here, and I hope you don't mind the okay. comparison. But uh, you know, I I'd, uh, the icon made a cool little collector's card for you when you're holding up the championship. If you know which one I'm referring to, and uh, I, yeah. like I say, I hope you don't you don't get upset with the comparison. But it, your look in that thing, uh, you kind of look like a cross between uh, Jean Claude Van Damme and uh, Curtis Axel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I haven't and, heard that uh, one before, no. Well, then I'd get better friends. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we have I guess. You know, uh, now I always ask all the independent wrestlers this question, and uh, no one ever answers it the same way, so I'll put it to you, two-part question. Uh, now, let's say that uh, you're wrestling in Texas or Florida or wherever it is, and let's say there's an official from the WWE or AEW there, and, uh, you know, they're like, uh, hey, you know, you should come trial with us, so, uh, you know, and then, bam, you get that big-time contract. Two-part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? And two, if you do, would you not big-time us and still be our friend and still talk to us? Uh, one for sure. Obviously, uh, if you know an official from any big company like that was uh, would be willing to offer me a tryout, I would definitely take that opportunity. And if that you know turned into a contract, well, I mean, honestly, that's I mean, isn't that the ultimate goal? I mean, uh, yeah, I would I would definitely uh, try to get a contract, and absolutely, um, I would. I would never, you know, shun away from any of the uh, independent uh, promotions or, um, you know, podcasts or any anyone that's uh, allowed me to, you know, get my name out there and, and that sort of thing. So, I mean, absolutely. I'd always take time to, uh, you know, talk with the fans, talk with, you know, guys just like you. That's awesome. We have Brimstone as our guest here. Now, uh, another thing uh, I want to touch on um, is, you know, everybody's going through this whole COVID thing, and, you know, it, you know, it's basically uh, put a pin, uh, pin down on a lot of uh, different organizations. Uh, let us know uh, how it's affected you. Have you had to blank uh, it? To a certain point, have you missed a lot of dates that might get rescheduled, or has it just been wait and see what happens? Well, um, basically, for the state of Alabama, um, I mean, I don't want to say that it completely shut things down, but 
uh, these you know stipulations and guidelines that the state athletic commission put on uh, wrestling companies basically made it where they couldn't afford to run shows. You know, there's there's only been maybe two shows I know of that have uh, taken place since um, probably you know April and in Alabama, and you know every single person that was a part of the show, whether you're in concessions, you know, a security guard, anyone was is required to you know take a COVID test three days prior. And the instruction that the athletic commission gave everyone was, you know, you need to have your paperwork on you. You know, obviously we're going to be checking for licenses, all that, you know, the usual stuff, but we're going to be checking this. And if you don't have it on you, then, you know, you're going to be, uh, you know, not going to be able to compete and all this kind of stuff. You're not going to, you have to, going to have to leave or basically. And um, of those two shows, from my understanding, uh, no one even showed up from the athletic commission, so go figure, you know. So, <laughs> um, but as far as but, uh, any other you, dates you that I had, go, go ahead. You have been tested, right? You have been tested, right? I actually had COVID. Oh, I caught COVID back back in um, July, early July. I uh, had uh, COVID nineteen for uh, nearly three weeks. And uh, been fine since, though. <laughs> but um, basically, um, yeah, uh, of the companies at the time that I was working for, mainly Diamond Championship Wrestling and uh, APW, uh, All Pro Wrestling at the time, uh, were the two consistent ones. Um, you know, were shut down for a good four months. Uh, no shows allowed to run, period. Um, and um, it's uh, slowly been opening back up um, the last couple months. And, you know, they started out with only allowing like 50 people, mass required, that sort of thing. Um, in uh, Mississippi and, and Florida, there was no uh, test required. But it was basically, you know, the, the promoters were good about saying basically, hey, let's follow the guidelines. If you're not feeling well, let us know. Don't come, you know, that sort of thing. So everybody's pretty good about making sure that they, you know, take care of business as far as that's concerned. You know, if they're not feeling well, they don't show up. Uh, I just, matter of fact, had a show at Diamond Championship Wrestling um, this past Saturday. And... um that very thing happened. We had some guys not come because they said they were going to quarantine because they knew they had came in contact with someone who had it. So um, as far as that is concerned, the the companies I'm working for, I feel like individually, they're doing a good job of just trying to uh, you know maintain uh, everything as healthy as possible. But But yeah, I mean – it definitely shut a lot of things down. I mean, like I said, for four months straight, there was no event anywhere. Um, you know, I didn't lose a ton of dates, but it kept me from getting uh, bookings that I, you know, from where I'd been talking to people about, you know, 
starting to travel more towards, you know, the middle of this year and towards the end. So it kind of stopped all that, you know. So um, everything's just now kind of picking back up. Uh, Brimstone, sorry, yes, sir. we got about nine minutes. And uh, we do uh, thank you for uh, taking time out of your schedule to join us. We do appreciate it. So we can get this in before I ask my uh, next question. Uh, if our fans want to check you out and follow you and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? Well, I've got a I've got a Facebook page. I, I have my Brimstone Facebook page, and I also have my Brimstone Like page. Um, um, almost running out of room on on the Brimstone Facebook page. I'm approaching that. Uh, 5,000 mark and that's that's the most I'll let you have but there's still the like page you know you can anyone can follow that and I also have Instagram uh, the brimstone Uh, you can follow me there and I do have a YouTube channel but I've had some issues with it and uh, there's really not much on there that you can check out yet trying to get that straightened out Um, but basically you know it's brimstone brimstone with a y not an i and uh you can find me there and uh that's pretty much it um and uh if if i'm not mistaken you spell it b-r-y-m-s-t-o-n-e correct exactly yes with a y not an i there there is another uh guy who's you know had a career from the 90s on uh with the i in his name uh totally different character you know Different, different guy, but it'll, it'll take you somewhere else if you type that in. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there you go. Go check out Brimstone. Just ask why and not an I. All right, there you go. <laughs> so uh, uh, we got uh, Brimstone here. I guess here we got seven minutes. Now, uh, one of the questions I like to ask uh, all wrestlers is uh, about their finish maneuver because everybody's got a good one. I want to know what's yours. What's it called? What's involved? And uh, how devastating is it? Well, um, basically, my finishing move is its nothing extremely special. It's actually very simple. But it is very devastating because it's so simple. And if anyone checks out my page, they'll know uh, I am a striker. And... Basically, you know, my hands are my bread and butter. And if I land, if they connect, they do damage, plain and simple. Um, Basically, and everyone wants to, you know, know, say that I've, you know, copy, you know, some famous guy off a TV with this move. And it's not exactly what, what it is, but I call it the super fist. Okay, <laughs> and uh, it's basically my version of the Superman punch, but I set him up with a suplex, and I get across the ring from him. I basically slam him in the corner, close to the corner. When they get up, I charge from the entire distance of the ring, and I leap through the air, uh, almost in the form of a crossbody but I blast them across the face as I come up to them. You know, I call it the super fist. And, and, um, they, and they, it's, they might as well not even get up there. It, it's worked pretty well for me. Uh, 
I avoided doing this move. Not going to lie, I avoided doing this move uh, for several years because, you know, there are several people that do, quote unquote, a Superman punch, but never a real devastating, oh, they're finished from this punch. So I wanted to take a different take on this. And, you know what? Let's do this different. Let's actually make it meaningful. Um, and I'm thought to myself, well, how can I do this? How can I make it my own? You're right. So, like I said, when I set them up with the suplex, that puts them across the ring for me. I go to the corner, and and some of my inspiration for this was, you know, I grew up a Shawn Michaels fan, right? So, when he got ready for his Sweet Chin music. Right, he sets them up. Right, he's tuning up the band for Sweet Chin Music. He's stomping his foot. So I'm thinking, well, I'm a huge fan of this guy, and and he has influenced my career. So how can I use some of the things that he did to influence what I do? So I also go to the corner, and basically, you know, I'm holding my hand out, and I hold the the fist up in the air. You know, I holler out to the crowd. You know, super fist, it's like top of my lungs. And it's almost like slamming the hammer down, so to speak, right? That that's my that's my um taunt that I do, so to speak. So I slam that fist down on my hand and I'm over and over again, I'm I'm, I'm just yell, boom, boom, boom. The crowd starts chanting, boom, boom, boom. And when this guy gets up, I run across the ring, I fly through the air and I blast him. <laughs> So and uh, um, uh, you you obviously do much better than Roman Reigns does. I feel like I do because I feel like I put a lot more effort into it because I am making it a finishing move. If you look at how Roman Reigns does it, obviously Roman Reigns is a huge guy, very athletic, but he doesn't use the move as a finishing move. It just uses it as a really powerful move to catch them off guard where, you see what I'm saying? He he just jumps wherever he is, bam, he pops them out of nowhere. It's a really big punch from a big guy. I feel like that's, you know, I put a lot more effort. I'm charging all the way across the ring. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot more oomph into it in my opinion. Uh, yes, sir. We got about uh, ten minutes here left with Brimstone. Uh, so uh, real quick here, uh, if you can, if you know, uh, when is your next event? Where is it? And uh, do you know if uh, if uh, is there tickets available that fans can get that might be listening uh, that are in your area right now? Absolutely. Uh, my next event is going to be. Uh, October not excuse me, October tenth in Ocean Springs, Mississippi for Diamond Championship Wrestling. And you can go to diamondchampionshipwrestling.com or you can go to Diamond Championship Wrestling on Facebook and you can contact them in either place, the website or on Facebook, and you can order your tickets through them. And uh that's that's how uh, they're doing tickets right now due to COVID. You have to pre-order them in advance, and uh, I'm looking forward to that show. It's going to be a good one. 
And uh, real quick here, uh, you know, I don't know if you'll be able to do it, but uh, I sent you uh, an address. I don't know if you'll be able to send us a few autographs for giveaways for our big December show coming up, but uh, we would appreciate whatever you can do for us. And we also want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule. We'd love to have you on again. Maybe you can bring your tag team partner with you next time, and uh, we'll talk to both of you guys. Yeah, I think uh, that would be a lot of fun. Thanks, Brimstone. Thanks, Brimstone. You're awesome, man. Thank you. Take care. Absolutely. All right, Brimstone, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. The man that brings the punch to the match, ladies and gentlemen, Brimstone. All right. So we'll just wait for our next guest here. Uh, uh, She'll be calling in shortly. Uh, Hopefully, Big Swing is monitoring that. And uh Yeah, I'm I've been on it. I was I was waiting for you guys to finish the uh finish the interview we had, so yeah. Um we should be good, my dude. Um ten forty five right on the dot. So or at least ten forty five Eastern time where where the two of us are. So um Oh so yeah. are you, uh, you on? Yeah, I did just want to take thirty seconds though to remind everybody uh our sponsor. You heard it in the beginning of the show. Uh, and, and you'll hear it again. We have very close ties with the Hart family, Bret Hart, Stu Hart, uh, all the Hearts, uh, the, the entire Hart family. In fact, we've had his wife on several times. Uh, so remember, check him out. <laughs> Sharpshooterfunding.com, or if you're in the United States, it's firstdownfunding.com. And uh, again, the Hart family, great friends of the show, great members of the wrestling community. Okay, Icon, uh, I'm going to step aside here, uh, put Monday Night Football back on the air in about 45 seconds. I'm going to put our guest on, and you can do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, about to step to the ropes right now. He is the masked man himself. He carries and swings the big blade. He is none other than Chris Slade. How's it going, guys? How are you? Hey, man. How's it going, bud? Doing all right. Doing all right. Just, uh, you know, I was a little confused, man. I gotta be honest, because I was like, I'm on the Eastern time, so I I didn't realize you Oh man, did I miss it or anything like that? So, yeah, I'm really glad to be. Uh, Wait a minute, did Icon did Icon do it again? Did he tell you 9:45 because it's 9:45 his time and not realizing where you live? Because he does that sometimes. Yeah. Oh really? Wow. I I didn't know, but like I felt I felt bad because I was the one that was dealing with stuff. So. Oh no, yeah, see, but I'm, I'm see you and me. I'm in New York. The the radio station's up here in New York. You're in, I believe, what is that, Maryland? I think two four two four. Yes, sir. So so we're both eastern. We're both eastern time zone. He's out in the center. And so he's I'm an in Arkansas. And you're in Arkansas, uh, yeah. So see see, yeah. So they're calling in from other parts. So to them, the times are different. And uh, you know, I'm gonna have to have to get after him with a, with a room. Yeah, you're on Central, oh, so I, yeah, so I'm gonna have to tell him. You, you know, you gotta tell our guests. You gotta figure out where our guests are and what time it's gonna be because we can't have our guests trying to figure out what time you mean. You know. But anyway, I my yeah. rant over. Football's back on. Well, Icon, it's all you. Well, I I think I did say several times. It doesn't matter. 
but here's what we're going to do here uh, real quick. Uh, I sent you a liner. Let's go ahead and take care of that, and then we'll interview you. All right. I got, all right. Got you, guys. All right. Ready? Go ahead. Sorry. I am super. Yes, you sure did. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, do you guys want me to go now? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Hey, this is Chris Slade, and you're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, and the big swing and Granny Hulkster. Awesome. So here's what we'll do. Uh, we have uh, Chris Slade as our guest here. We're at uh, 27 minutes here with Chris. Uh, here's what I'm going to have you do uh, real quick. If you want to give us a background about yourself, then I'll ask you some questions. Then we'll do uh, we'll go around the room, and then we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tough one. So uh, go ahead. Give us a little background about yourself. Uh, yeah, man, um, I've pretty much lived in the DMV area all my life. Um, I matriculated a lot as a kid. I, um, so, you know, I always went to different schools and stuff like that. But one thing I've always really wanted to do, even as a kid, was uh, wrestle. Um, I fell in love with it at a very, very early age. Uh, man, honestly, I don't know a time where I wasn't a wrestling fan. That's my dad's fault because <laughs> he, he introduced <laughs> it to me early on. Um. But uh, he never really expected me to be a wrestler. I, I never really was like one for, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a firefighter or I'm gonna be a police officer um, or something like that. No, as a kid, I always had extremely high un- unrealistic dreams. I guess uh, I guess at that time, uh, of I wanted to be a superhero and I wanted to be a professional wrestler. And it's kind of funny because I kind of feel like in, you know. I guess, I guess in this world, it's like you kind of are a mixture of both, honestly. You know, you go out there and people cheer, cheer for you. Uh, you're that hero. You're that guy. So, in a way, you're kind of like a superhero in that way. But, yeah, man, um, you know, I went to school uh, like any normal guy. Any normal guy. I went to college, but I realized it probably wasn't for me. And I left college with a 3.0 GPA, I think, because uh, I realized there was a feasible way for me to go and start wrestling, so I trained, and uh, honestly, I did backyard for like, maybe like three years or something like that, and, <laughs> you know, as we all do, um, I'm finding out, and then, you know, I heard about this trainer named Sicken, uh, and you know, he was recruiting guys, you know, he trained guys and stuff like that. So I just, uh, I stopped doing that because uh, I got injured uh, doing backyard at one point. It wasn't serious or anything like that, but it just kind of opened my eyes. I was like, okay, maybe I should really give in, give a look to going professional and stop, you know, holding off and stuff like that and really better myself. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, and like after that, I made that decision. I was like a year later, I started uh, training to be a professional wrestler and uh, almost. Three years later, uh, here I am. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Chris Lee is our guest here. We got uh, we got twenty four minutes. So uh, now, w- with your wrestling style, would you consider yourself to be a uh, a high flyer like a like a Rey Mysterio? Are you a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart? Or are you a brawler like Stone Cold Steve Austin? Um, that's a really good question. And, uh, a lot of, if you had asked me really early on, uh, when I first started, probably I would have said definitely a high flyer. And, um, I do, I am more of a high flyer than anything, I guess. But honestly, I'm, I'm more of an amalgamation between, uh, 
uh, a brawler and, and a high flyer. Uh, because, honestly, I wrestle a lot more of a J- Japanese style. Because um, I, do a lot of, I do a lot of strikes. I do a lot of uh, kicks and punches and elbows and things like that. And um, I believe they, they call that strong style, right? Is that, is that what they refer to that as? Precisely, precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and I've, over time, I do, a lot more, I do a lot more of that throughout my matches than anything. You know what I mean? And um, because people were saying, hell yeah, he's like the best high flyer. And I was just like, uh, am I a high flyer? I don't know. I don't, I don't know anymore because, you know, um, I had changed up my, my style so much because, you know, there is an there extremely uh, vast talent pool of high flyers, especially in this day and age, I think more than it ever has been before. Um, with with things like with strong style being more of a main, uh, well, I don't know. I guess. I, 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 think, it, I think it's wrestling. more like I think it's more like sort of what what kids are seeing nowadays, and I don't mean kids um, in terms of fans. I mean the the people coming up in the business. Uh, you see a lot of the high flyers. You see the guys like the ricochets, and you see. You know, uh, uh, I, I can't. I'm drawing a blank on a name, but I'm going to use Ricochet as a good example. And the reason I think yeah. you're seeing it is kind of like when, kind of like when um, kids are playing basketball nowadays. Young, younger kids. Everybody right, wants right, to right. shoot the three. Everyone wants to shoot the three because of Steph Curry. You know, now I'm I'm 32. Yeah, yeah. I, I I grew up on the days of real basketball. You know, you're going over and, and, and watching these kids' games sometimes. I go to my, my cousin's game sometimes. No, every single kid just jacks threes because Steph Curry, you know. So that, that, that's right. kind of the trend right now. And I think it doesn't matter what age you are, what profession, or what sport, people follow suit with what they see and what's been successful. So that, that could be one of the reasons. Uh, and I'm kind of glad that you've broken the mold a little bit and done, like, a more traditional niche style instead of following everyone else. I really like that. I really appreciate uh, that. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, Chris Slade's our guest here. We've got about uh, 22 minutes. Uh, so I guess my next question is, you know, I, I love the high flyer aspect, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say this question uh, till the end because I want to talk about uh, your look and your costume in a little bit. But uh, right. I need to know when you wrestle, are you uh, uh, more of a heel, a baby face, and in between, or are you a, more of a crowd guy? Um, to be honest with you, I have ninety eight percent of the time I am a, a face. Ninety percent ninety eight percent of the time I'm a face. Um I've rarely worked heel. Yeah. Well uh, well no, I'll tell you what, that that'll make this uh, next thing a little bit uh a little bit not as interesting if you were, but since you are a baby face, but Granny, what do you got? We got a baby face, he's not a heel. What do you got for him, Granny? Go ahead. We have exactly. I'm I'm very happy that he's a baby face because, Chris, I do not like the heels. I talk smack to the heels. I do not like them. So I'm glad you're a baby face. Right. So my first question is, what, through all your career, what was your most interesting match and who was it against? Whether it be single or tag team, it doesn't matter. My most interesting match. Wow, that's really a that's a really good question. Um, wow, I would have to say, I would have to say my most interesting match was probably one that I've had at uh, one CW. Um, uh, it was between Mr. Grimm, um, 
uh, uh, Johnny Cross and and um, Van Williams, and it was a fatal four way for the top title in one CW, and uh, Grim, Grim was champion. Now the match didn't have a finish to it or anything like that, but it was so many different styles in that match because Grim is extremely uh, agile, big man. And he's, he's explosive too, because he may not be the tallest dude in the in the room, but he's, he's deceptively strong. Um, and the things that he can do just amaze even me. Um, uh, Johnny Cross, he's actually uh, a really talented wrestler too. And frankly, I had never been in the ring with him officially. And me and him were able to, work something out where it was it showed how fast he was but also how good he was at doing doing things um he was he got on my level he got quick you know what i mean and i was surprised by that and van williams you know i i i came up in the business with him and he's he's really good at his job he's really good at being a bad guy really good at being good at the heel and his because where he's his magic lies is in his character so in actuality, I would have to say I would have to say yeah that was probably uh, one of the more interesting um, yeah even though we didn't have a finish it was, even though you know we got attacked all of us got attacked at the end of it it's still to me it was very interesting uh, all those different personalities in one match yeah awesome that's that's amazing that's awesome uh, Chris Lee is our guest here we got eighteen minutes now uh, I'm kind of curious uh, you know. Uh, when uh, I was doing research uh, and uh, I had you on as a guest, you know, I always make every guest a collector's card. I'm kind of curious about uh, your look. You know, you have a uh, uh, you have a sword that you uh, have, and then you have this nice black mask. Now, you've been wearing this mask before COVID. It's not a COVID thing. Tell us about uh, your uh, in-ring um, outfit, your in-ring look. All right. Well, I um. Well, so they call me the Picture Perfect Assassin, um, and when I first started, I obviously wasn't wearing a ma- I wasn't wearing a mask of any sort, um, but I just was wanting to do something different. Now, a lot of times I got the whole, uh, "Hey, you look like Shane Strickland." Hey, you look like Kofi Kingston, and um, the Kofi Kingston I really don't get. Um, <laughs> um, I really don't get the comparison. Maybe uh, somewhat blonde hair, um, but. Uh, I, Shane Strickland, I kind of understood, and I was getting that a lot wherever I went, um, even from a lot of events and everything like that. And they didn't want it. They were like, hey, you know, we want you to even cut your hair. You know what I mean? It just does something different. And um, I wasn't cutting my hair because it was just like, all right, I had cut my hair recently. So it was just like, all right. And I'm, I, like, I'm very angry about my hair. <laughs> so um, I wanted to do something different. So hence the math came in. I was over at a friend's house. I wanted something different. I wanted to, something to accentuate the, the assassin part of the gimmick. And uh, I felt like a half mask would have been perfect. Um, I'm a huge comic book nerd. So, um, but I obviously couldn't wear, you know, a full metal deathstroke mask or a hard plastic deathstroke mask. No, nor did I want to do any gimmick infringement. I wanted to make it my own. Um but uh, I was very, I've always been fascinated by the uh, where the soldiers look, uh, especially in the MCU, where there was like black eyeliner makeup and everything like that. And um, so I, I took that and uh, kind of made my own. Um, I've always been, like I said, um, I love Japanese culture. I love, you know, comics and everything like that. So I kind of, that's when I kind of added the katana and things like that into it, you know, to give it a bit of a better look. 
show, I started dyeing my hair orange and uh, orange. Uh, my hair was starting to be orange and black just because of, like, you know, how uh, um, how Strokes' color scheme was. And uh, so, yeah, it was kind of really, it was a mixture between, you know, uh, comic books, Deathstroke, and uh, The Winter Soldier, and thing with my own love of, like, Japanese culture and just action things like that. So that's kind of where it all kind of came from, you know. Also, kind of a vanity thing because I didn't want, want to, did not want to cut my hair. So. Uh, uh, Chris Slade's our guest here. We got about uh, 15 minutes. You know, I was going to say with the the one that I use in the, in the card in the big frame, uh, yeah. where uh, you're you're kind of reaching. For, uh, I'm sure you know what picture I'm referring to. It's like you're kind of reaching for your sword, and you uh, you're kind of looking over your uh, your your muscle there. Uh, I, I thought maybe you were something straight out of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles myself, but that that's just me. Uh, but anyway. Sure. Uh, <laughs> one question I'm going to ask uh, you, and I like I, uh, you know, like I alluded to earlier, I ask all independent wrestlers this because none of them answered the same way. So I'll put it to you. It's a two part question. Uh, let's say that uh, you're at a match, and uh, someone like from AEW or the WWE sees you at a match, and then they contact you and say, "Hey, we want you to come do a tryout." Two part question. Is that some A that you want to do? And B, let's say they offer you the big contract contract because of what you do, would you not big time us still talk to us and be a friend of ours? Um so yeah, the answer to this question, yes, absolutely. Um I would take the I would definitely uh take the tryout. I would definitely take the tryout. Um because I always live by the motto, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. You know what I mean? And um I still feel like, you know, I'm I'm still relatively I'm still learning. But um, you know, we all as professional wrestlers are learning. So, you know, they say uh if you stop learning things in the business after winning time you probably need to get out. And um you know, so I don't let the fact that I'm learning and, you know, how long I've been in the business kind of deter me from the opportunities like that. Um so, but if you had asked me, maybe like in my first year, I probably would have been like, mm, no, probably because it was just a little bit more intimidating. Uh, and I wanted to probably, you know, refine myself a little bit, you know. Uh, and the second question, would I take that, uh, would I tip that contract or whatever the case? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely, I would definitely, um, you know, I, you know, especially in this time of my career, you know, uh, Name value is everything. Uh, branding is everything. And there are no two bigger companies in it that, that have that under their belt other than AEW and WWE. So, in a business sense, you know, it makes all, it will make all the sense of the world for me to uh, accept the contract because regardless, you know, of where I'm slotted in either roster, uh, even though I do believe that Right now, currently, AEW uses their most of their talent a lot better than WWE happens to do it. Um, but regardless of that, it would be I'm in. I could you have that branding on your name, you know? So you can do independent. Whenever you do independence and stuff like that, you can you have that on your resume. Hey, you've been contracted with AEW. Hey, you've been contracted with WWE. And um, you know, for whatever reason, if something does not work out when while being employed there, you still have that experience 
which is something that every wrestler I feel like should have, to working uh, TV tapings, you know, working hard cam, working roaming cam, things like that. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would take that contract, if nothing else, for the experience and knowledge that I would get from uh, either place. And uh, you'd, uh, you'd still talk to us, right? You wouldn't become a big shot, right? Of course, of course. No, yeah, I, I've only, I've never really been, um, I've never really been that kind of guy where it's like, okay, no, I don't talk to you guys. You know, it, it's funny well, because um, it, the same way, and um, like, you know, when I used to say, I, uh, I used to do backyard. I still talk to those guys, which is really funny. Um, well, Chris, the, yeah, the, the cool thing is, and he mentions this because uh, I don't know if you've seen AEW lately, but we had a. Uh, particular young lady on named Kenzie Page who just recently made her debut this summer and uh right. back I think a year and a half ago two years ago whatever it was she was on our show we were her first ever interview as a as a professional I think she was like 17 years old or something like that and uh, Icon right. asked her the same question and uh you know, she, you know she was like yeah yeah sure blah 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 well she just debuted in AEW so uh and and yes yeah, she she still she still talks to the show so I mean you know, there, there is there is a very good um, chance that obviously you know you, you're going to get one of those gigs, and uh, that, that's why he asked that. He just wants to make sure that you know you come back and say, "Hey guys, you know I was on your show. Thanks, blah 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 blah." You know, he's he, he likes to keep in touch with with uh, the ones you know who make it. Yeah, no, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And congratulations to her. Uh, like that's awesome. Just please our guest here. We got about uh, ten minutes here with Chris. Um, so we can get this in, and then I'll ask you the uh, other tough question. If our fans want to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch. What do you got? Uh, I do have Facebook. I have a I have a YouTube. I have a Facebook. I you can find me on YouTube. I I YouTube channel for myself isn't actually the strongest right now. Uh, and also an Instagram. Uh, so on Facebook, you can uh, look up for uh, Dorian. Uh, Womble, D O R I A N, Womble, W O M B L E. If you want to look on Facebook, uh, you should see a guy with dress and a black mask. Uh, and on uh, Instagram, it's uh, Chris uh, underscore Slade 25. So, yeah. Uh, Twitter, I do not have currently. The reason I don't have a Twitter right now, I, I just. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm a little afraid of uh, Twitter at the moment. You know what I mean? Twitter's. Uh, Man, it is a, it, it's a cesspool of negativity, and I try to get a lot. I try to keep positivity in my life um, as much as possible. I mean, hell, hell, everybody sees how 2020 is going. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I, I guess eventually I will get a, a, <laughs> a Twitter at some point. Well, you know, the best thing so far that we can say about 2020 has been the longest decade of our lives. We can say that. Now, man, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I keep telling everybody 2020 has been the longest decade of our lives, but 2020 uh, and COVID, uh, how has that affected uh, your career? Have you uh, had to blank your calendar to a certain spot? Have you had a lot of shows canceled that you're going to get made up, or uh, are you just uh, waiting to see what happens? Um, No, I've I've been working. um, When it first hit, I, I, I took a hit. Um, more so uh, in, in bookings um, because everything got shut down. But as everyone was starting to get a little bit more into the filming pre-tapes and things like that, um, it had picked up for me. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, it's it hasn't really it's gotten better. Um, it's not as busy as it used to be. Um, but it, it, so in that vein, I'm like, yeah, it's affected a little bit, but it, it's not like I've just been sitting around and haven't been doing anything. No, I've, I've been able to, uh, make a lot of tapings and, and, uh, do different shows like on Twitch, which is actually really fun. Uh, um, you know, and you know, the whole aspect of like taping prior to, um, to add in certain things. And, uh, it's a good learning experience for everyone, honestly, I think, because, a lot of people that aren't necessarily the 100% sound in the ring yet that I, if I've been able, if I'm able to work with them or something like that, the opportunity is there for them to go back and, uh, you know, fix it rather in, you know, being in front of a crowd. Um, you know, there's no do-overs. You just, it happens. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, right. it, it's been a, it's been a definitely a learning experience for me just because, you know, having that option to, take a break, having that option to be okay, you know what I mean, um, and just, you know, be a little bit like, hey, okay, let's take a break for a second, let me make sure everything's okay, you know, somebody's injured or something like that, thank God no one's been, like, severely hurt or anything like that in, on any of the shows that I've done, but still, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, if COVID didn't happen, this wouldn't be happening, so I take, I take, try to take some positivity out of it. But yeah, uh, when it comes to bookings, though, it's been pretty. Uh, it's been pretty good as of now. As of now, but when it first happened, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty pants. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if our fans out there are, are listening in their uh, in your uh, area there, uh, and if you know uh, if you know what, uh, let us know when your next event is, uh, where it is, uh, who your opponent might be, and uh, if uh, fans can get tickets still. Well, um, my, my since I'm in Maryland, there isn't really any wrestling going on. Uh, they have they're very strict on that down here in Maryland. Um, but uh, we will be doing a for ACW uh, in the next coming weeks uh, um, at Grimm's Toy Show um, on YouTube, and it will be the King of Maryland tournament, and we will be. Uh, we will be uh, all battling to see who is the king of Maryland. Uh, so that tournament will happen uh, in the coming weeks of October. Um, so, yeah, so that's the one that you guys should definitely be looking out for. And uh, back to basics uh, for SSW, I will be uh, in there. And somehow, uh, some way, I plan on getting my revenge on Kid Mike for uh, nearly uh, trying to commit murder on me and throwing me in the pool and, leaving me for dead so hopefully uh i can get that uh get him give him a little bit of come up and so yeah that's where we're at right now um when they will air i'm not 100 percent sure yet but once i do uh you feel free to message me or i will definitely put an announcement out hello i think we lost them I think yeah, he does. Uh, I'm here. Oh, there he I'm is. Here. You, you got to pay your phone bill, man. Hello? I'm sorry. Uh, Chris Glade's our guest here. we got about uh, four minutes left. Uh, and then just yeah, just shoot me a message on Facebook. Uh, it'll be uploaded, and I'll make sure our fans uh, check that out. Uh, so oh, uh, real quick definitely. here, one thing that we haven't touched on yet is, uh, and I ask all the uh, good guys this as well, uh, tell us what your finisher is. 
uh, what's it involved, what's it called, and how devastating is it? Um, well, my um, I have a couple, uh, but uh, my main my main ones that you would see me use is uh, I call it the death stroke. But basically, it's uh, J Lethal's lethal injection. Um, I just put a little bit more uh, pizzazz on it, I guess. Uh, uh, basically, it's uh, handspring into the uh, ropes, bounce back, and then it's a cutter. Um, I like to think it's a pretty devastating move. Um, it's it hasn't really been kicked out of too much, so it's one of the more so. Uh, I, it's a more of a protective move. However, uh, it, it it does leave me vulnerable with the handspring in uh, in tow, but it gives me a little bit more momentum. So it's a double-edged sword with that. Um, and again, like I said, I call that the death stroke. Um, uh, play on my name and also the comic book origins of my character. Um, and uh, the other one is a, a photo bomb which is a modified Michinoku driver. Um, but um, I kind of set it up the, the way I set it up. It's, it's like a regular Michinoku, but I take the leg uh, and turn, put it in a pretzel, and then I drop the guy on his head. And that's probably one of the most, if not the most devastating uh, finisher in my arsenal. Um, normally, though, I'm um, outweighed by quite a bit. Uh, so that's why my go-to is the uh, death stroke. And the reason why I use that so much is because you can hit it on anybody. And I say, always say, always have a move that you can finish anybody, uh, anytime, anywhere. So, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, Chris Clay is our guest here. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Chris, we, t- uh, we appreciate uh, you taking time off your schedule from a swing and a blade to uh, joining us uh, on the show tonight. Uh, we would like to have you back on again. Uh, you know, uh, so we can keep track of you. Um, we love everything you do, and we're glad that you took time uh, to join us. And uh, we, uh, we we just uh, love everything you do, and uh, we hope that you'll be able to join us again at some point. Almost definitely. I would love to. Love to. Awesome. Chris Slade, ladies and gentlemen, he is the man that will be the cut-up in the ring. There you go. Thanks, bud. And Icon, we uh, right. we're doing it back to back to back like usual. Um, I do I do want to uh, ask Granny if she has one eye one eye open on the television right now. I don't have a TV in front of me where I'm at, but I wish I did. Do you want to know the score real quick before we get the next guest on? Sure. Final score, game is over, triple zero. It's Kansas City 34, Baltimore 20. <laughs> I'm yep. very by happy dance. There it is. So uh, for all of you out there who may or may not know, uh, Granny Hoaxer is a big Kansas City Chiefs fan, and uh, they just beat, they just put up 34 points on the number one defense in the league. So uh, I'm going to get our station ready to go for post-game. Uh, I can't have our guest on, so you do your thing, and I'll chime in when I can. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, she is the world's most beautiful wrestler from FWC. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Monroe Jimson. Hello, everyone. This is Monroe Jameson. You are listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, 
the Big Swing and Granny Hulkster. Well, hey, how are you? Good to have you with us. Uh, well, thank you for having me. How are you guys doing? Good. Um, it's awesome. So here's how we're going to do it. So we have you know, 39 minutes with uh, Monroe Jameson. If uh, she can uh, hack us, we'll go with here is uh, we'll have you give us a little background about yourself, and then uh, we'll do a roundtable, and then I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll go around, and then uh, we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the hard-hitting questions. So go ahead and Ooh. give us a little background. All right. Well, yes. Um, okay. I have been doing female wrestling for nine years now. We started the female wrestling channel. It's been nine years. It's crazy. Um, kind of feels like uh, only yesterday, but... Um, yeah, I've been doing female wrestling uh, competitively and been over in over 100 competitive matches. Um, I, I currently hold uh, the FWC title, but um, I think uh, these other girls need to get a grab at this belt. So we might be having a tournament here eventually, maybe next year. So, um, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been crazy. We, we've got a worldwide fan base, and uh, currently right now we have a free download Friday where if you guys, anyone listening, wants to see any of our wrestling matches or photo shoots, any of our content, um, we give you guys a free download every Friday um, as long as you uh, subscribe to our newsletter, which is free. So um, if you don't like seeing hot women wrestle, what is wrong with you? So, um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, we've, we've just been going. I mean, uh, I, I don't feel like we ever slow down myself and the other owner, Johnny Ringo, which I know you guys had on previously, but, um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it in a nutshell, uh, doing competitive wrestling. I mean, I do some scripted, um, I give you guys the pro wrestling uh, it is not easy, so um, I definitely give them a lot of credit. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, any questions for me? I don't even know where to start, to be honest. There's so much. Well, we'll uh, well, here's what we'll do. Is, uh, I'll, I'll turn it out. Like I said, we'll go around the room, and then uh, yeah. we'll uh, we'll have you fill in the gaps. Uh, now, for our fans that are listening, uh, uh, like our uh, our teenage fans that that minimize the screen and their parents walk in the room. If they, if they go to the website and subscribe, they're not going to be seeing any nudity at all. Just no, uh, we do not. Um, we have zero. Yeah. We have zero nudity on our site. We never will. Um, you know, uh, we definitely dress sexy. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the girls in WWE wear less than we do and they have kids in the crowd. So, um, you know, <laughs> to each their own, but no, we have no nudity, so um, it's it's definitely sports um, plus sexy. I mean, I've got bruises still all over my legs from a, a match I did, um, gosh, I think last week, so it's no joke, um, but yeah, <laughs> no now nudity. When you're, uh, now, when you're wrestling, uh, do, uh, this is obviously a, a fan-driven site, obviously, uh, do fans get to uh, select your opponent, or uh, do they take a vote on who you're going to go in the ring with next? How does that work? Tell us. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, 
No, so the so the fans don't really vote, but they do sometimes sponsor matches. Um, but we normally have the girls like available that are um, available to wrestle. Um, so yeah, no, the the fans the fans don't do it, but you guys they can definitely sponsor in. Um, also, if you're a member, we always live stream every match that we have, which is really fun. So you guys get to see kind of behind the scenes and you get to see it live. Um, so, but it's grappling pretty much. Uh, I know I kind of didn't explain that. It's like mat wrestling. So um, it's all knee based. Um, it's pins and submission style. So um, that's the way you win. Whether you tap your opponent or um, you pin them for 10 seconds, that's our pin. It's a long pin, but um, it, it, it can definitely be worth it. <laughs> We're tear down. Uh, Mon- um, Monroe Davis is our guest here. We got about thirty-five minutes. I'm going to ask a few questions, and we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, so let's say that uh, a fan wanted to sponsor a match. Uh, now, do uh, is there a minimum amount that they would have to uh, put in to sponsor? Uh, let's say there's like a uh, a kid out there. Uh, 16, 17 years old, and uh, he wants to, he saves up his allowance for an entire year, and he's got $300 saved up, and he wants to sponsor a match. Is that, uh, is that uh, enough funding, or do you have to go just a little bit higher in the, in the pocketbook? That's a great question. Um, okay, we used to do it for like 300 but for competitive matches, we pay out 300 200 to the girls. Um, so it's at least 500 to sponsor a match. Um, um, but what's kind of cool is if you're a legacy member with us, which that's a legacy member is a lifetime member with us. You get a lot of perks, um, but you have to be approved. But if you do get approved, you also can make, um, lifetime royalties off matches you sponsor, um, which is pretty incredible. Um, so every time like it sells, it splits it and sends it to the person who sponsored. Um, so it's it's pretty cool because that has not happened in this industry at all. We're definitely that are giving back to the fans that are making this happen, which is incredible. So, um, but yeah, it's about so, five hundred uh, minimum a, <laughs> is where it starts. As a uh, as a as a competitor, uh, and I I have seen many of your matches. I'll, I'll admit I'm not just saying this because awesome. you're on the but I, I am That's a fan. Awesome. I, I I have a big fan thanks to Johnny Ringo. I I became a bigger fan. Uh, but that's now, amazing. I have questions for you, but go. <laughs> well, well, no, this is this is your turn, not mine. Uh, when uh, you're wrestling, and I I know the answer, but I'm going to have you uh, answer this. Now, All right, I like wrestle, it. Uh, is your attitude in the ring more heelish, baby faces, <laughs> or are you more like uh, what the fan wants you to be type? Oh Lord, I'm a I, I sometimes I'm a different person when I get on those masks, but for the most part, um, mm, like early on, I was definitely more of a heel, um, and that is just kind of in my DNA and my blood. Like The Rock put it perfectly. He's like, I'm just The Rock's just Dwayne Johnson dialed up. I get that. Like that's kind of how I feel when I get on the mask because. There was one time um, that I took on Lizzie Liz, um, if anyone wants to look that match up. Um, we had a lot of banter back and forth, like, leading up to the match, and I ended up creaming her. Sorry to ruin it for anyone, but 
um, I shoved it in her face. <laughs> um, I was like dancing around the, I was dancing around the mat and definitely, um, definitely showboating for sure. So, um, yeah, I, probably I definitely. <laughs> I, I probably should say this, but that's probably one of my favorite matches uh, that you've done, and we'll we'll talk about more in a second. But that's awesome. Granny, we, Granny, we have uh, Monroe Jameson here. She's a heel. We got 31 minutes. What do you got for the heel? Go ahead. Well, you know, it's kind of funny because we had two baby faces on earlier, and usually we at least have one heel, sometimes more than one. Granny does not like the heels. I like to talk smack to the heels. So you and I would have a lot of fun talking smack back and forth to each other at a wrestling show, I'm sure. But my question to you is – out of all your matches, what has been your most memorable match, and who was it against? Oh, what a lovely question. Um, I what might a tough have to even. Too. Oh, it is a tough question because there's been a lot of matches that have been good for different reasons, even ones that I have lost. Oh, I even hate saying that word, but like, I mean, Lizzie Liz was really good just because. Damn, like, we had really good banter back and forth on social media. She was, like, she ended up taking, like, a guy, and she was squatting him on her back, like, in in a video, kind of saying, I'm coming for you, Monroe. It was awesome. So, like, I get, I had to drive all the way from Indiana to Arizona to take her on, by the way, um, which was crazy. Um, Took her on. She basically told me in a video that my scissors couldn't even cut hot butter. And so when I made her tap out to my leg scissors, I shoved that in her face. I mean, I was dancing around the mat and I said, what? My scissors can't even cut hot butter? Yeah, that's what I thought. And I just like walked around. I I was definitely in my zone that day. That is for sure. My no Jameson's our guest here. We got uh, 20 minutes. And to be honest with you, I would do anything to take leg scissors from Monroe Jameson. Just saying. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Say what? Uh, well, uh, I was just uh, I was just uh, trying to help live one of my fantasies. But uh, go ahead, Grady. What, what other <laughs> questions do you have for our guest? I'm good, Icon. I I really am good. I'm I'm a happy camper. My Chiefs won tonight, and. I really, awesome. you know, you've been asked some great questions to her already, so I, I'm good. Uh, pass it on to Big Swing. Ooh. Well, let's use the horn dog shot. Go ahead, Big Swing. If he's uh, there. He's, well, see, he, uh, Monroe, he's uh, doing. Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm here. It, it took me a minute. Um, it took me a minute to get the. Uh, it took me a minute to get the to get the right button. Um, so. Uh, take us through a little bit of, and, and again, I, I'm I'm working at the radio station here tonight, covering the Monday Night Football. So if you already answered this, I apologize. But uh, no worries. Take us through, take us through a little bit of your background. How did you become a wrestler? How did you get involved in this business? Um, yeah. Kind of, did you have any inspirations growing up? Anybody you looked up to? Like, kind of take us through your journey a little bit. Yeah, no, that's a. Those are all great questions. Um, I mean, I definitely started out wrestling through Johnny Ringo. Um, I honestly, if you would have told me 10 years ago I was going to be doing competitive wrestling, I probably would have laughed in your face. That was not something that I thought I was going to be doing as a career, uh, let alone a sport. Um, 
I mean, growing up, I was always super active. I mean, I, I played basketball. I did karate. I was in dance team. I mean, I did track. So I was always really competitive. Still am. Um, so that, that was kind of my driving force when I did my first match against Savannah Scissors. I had no idea what I was doing, literally. Um, <laughs> we just both got on the mats. She had no idea what she was doing. I think we had a little bit of training, not much, and we just started grappling, and I lost my first match, which was super defeating. Um, but, again, my competitive edge, I wanted to do it again and prove that I could actually make it. Um, did my second match. I lost again. Ugh, oh, boy. Devastating. I know, right? So it was kind of like one of those where I was like, well, if I lose again, I was probably, who knows, if I would even be here right now. So my third match, I won against Savannah, and then that kind of started my winning streak for a long time at the FWC. It was really hard for anyone to come in and beat me until Foxy Rain. Oh, Lord. She was a tough cookie. She um, cheated you. She cheated she you. Did. She cheated me? Is that what you said? Yes, she did. I saw that match. She cheated you. Okay, well, tell me why. I, I got to hear why you think she cheated me. Sorry, folks. Because I got to hear won. this. Because she won and you didn't. Oh, my God. You're so funny. She won and I didn't. <laughs> well, I know, but she was stronger at that point. But, hey, when she came back later, I got her, so don't you worry. But, um. Yeah, it, it, so yeah, it, it never would have happened if it weren't for Johnny Ringo. I mean, long story short, right. but, um, did you have, yeah, well, did you have a particular, and it's incredible. I'm in, I'm in love with it. So, did you I have a particular female, else. do you have a particular female wrestler perhaps that, you know, you watched coming up or that you kind of tried to emulate or that sort of motivated you a little bit or? I know, and this is like going to be horrible, but like, I didn't even watch, sorry guys, I didn't even watch. Any pro style wrestling, I didn't know anything oh, about wow. it until I met Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that oh, world okay. was completely, completely huh. foreign to me. But I am very. I hate to say it, you guys probably hate this show, but I do love like the total divas and the total bellas. Like massively addicted. Like it, it kind of got me wanting to actually go to like a pro match. So, like, I, I mean, I still haven't gotten to go to a WWE match, but that's on my bucket list. Don't you worry. Um, I've been to, like, a more, like, indie pro-style show once. And, I mean, honestly, like, the crowd was so electric. Like, I can understand why people love it so much because you get into it. Like, I started booing at this guy, and I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is, but screw it. Everyone hates him right now. I do, too. So, um <laughs> So it's just, yeah, it's a very cool atmosphere. And, um, but no, I mean, as of, you know, wrestlers I looked up to, I, I wish I could say I, I had some, but I didn't. But as for the girls that are currently were on, I mean, I loved the Bellas. I'm not going to lie, but I don't know where you guys stand with them, but um, I know they're not on anymore, but yeah. We love them. <laughs> you love them? Good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so that whole world kind of forged me, but I, I definitely have to go to a show if that ever will exist again. I hope it does. <laughs> I'd love to go to one. But. Uh, well, Monroe James is our guest here. Uh, we have uh, 24 minutes with Monroe, and I, I wish we had 24 hours because I, I have so many Aww. things that I want to ask about. 
And oh uh, now, if if I do ask you a few questions that if I do ask you a question that you don't want to answer, uh, I'll understand. And I'll just move on. Oh but uh, um, you have a profile page on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, and I, I I'm sad I'm sad that the card I uh, the collector's card I have made for you isn't the first picture that people see. But the first people the picture people see that when they come to your your page on Facebook is you're wearing a yellow bikini or whatever it is, and uh, you're you're on top of this gal and you're just like making her scream for mercy. What could you tell us about that match? Oh my gosh, um, that's so funny. I uh, so it's my Facebook fan page. Is that what you're saying? I love it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm trying to even figure out which one that is. Um Lord, I don't know what picture that is to be honest with you. Is that hilarious? Um well, my yellow bikini. Well, yeah, well, oh. well the thing is, I mean you you're so beautiful in all your pictures. I mean, you are obviously the cover girl for uh, you know, for the wrestling channel, which which I love. Uh and you know, if well, anyway, I don't want to get into that. Uh, no, yeah, you're so sweet. I mean, I who knows what match that was from, to be honest with you. It could have been a photo shoot because we do a lot of, like, uh, move photo shoots where we're actually putting the moves on the girls and just to sell it because sometimes in real competitive matches, maybe your favorite move is to see the head scissor, but it's so hard that the girls can't get it on. Do you know what I mean? In a match, like – a lot of girls right. seem to always go for body scissors all the time. Um, so, I, you know, it, photo shoots allow it for, you know, us to kind of show you guys all our moves that's um, in that fashion. That's probably what it was, but who knows? I, I do dominate a lot, and um, I, I like to uh, make, make everyone tap out. So. <laughs> and, uh, and for those of you who, who have not seen Monroe Jameson, I mean, she she's – she could be a dead ringer for Charlotte Flair, uh, but uh, I'm not just saying this. But Monroe, you're, you're much uh, better looking than she is because you talk to me. Anyway, uh, we'll move on. <laughs> oh, no, you're funny, and she's well, like six twice. feet tall. She's like a damn giraffe. Like I am not that tall. <laughs> um, well, how tall are you? I'm only five seven. She's probably at least five. 10, 5, 11. I mean, she looks really tall from uh, at least on TV, but I have no idea. Do y'all? Well, here, here, here's come on, you guys know how tall page. she is. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's one thing from our fan page. Uh, I'm actually uh, getting uh, I'm actually getting uh, Instagram messages as I'm uh, as I'm interviewing you. Uh, uh-uh. one, oh my uh, one of our fans asked me about uh, your fan page because they just went to it because I told them to. Uh, you're beating the crap out of this one big heavy dude in a gray shirt and uh, black trunks. Uh, what did that guy do, say to you to piss you off that made you want to beat him up so bad? Oh, is that what he asked me? Yeah. <laughs> or are you asking yeah. me this? Um, oh, I mean, um, I mean, I don't even know if he said anything. He just, he's a dude, and I know I can kick his butt. So that's what happened. <laughs> wow, so um, men, men beware. She's just randomly targeting men for being men. Watch out. 
you know, he's a dude and he's standing there and he's challenging me to a match myself. So why not? Why not give him the pleasure of taking him down? With uh, all this stuff going on, and we have uh, we have Monroe Jamison uh, as our guest here. Uh, we have 19 <laughs> minutes, and like I say, I wish it was 19 more years. But uh, you know, with all this this COVID stuff going on, that uh, has that affected uh, your your guys' company at all, or is it uh, not really stammered it at all? I mean, yes and no. I mean, definitely it affects it because it affects, you know, our customers, which, you know, it it, it is. It's a ripple effect, right? Um, and it definitely affects things. I mean, we, we, we have girls sign waivers and all sorts of things like that um, when we've been wrestling during this time. And we've been taking the good precautions. We have, like, mat cleaner that kills literally all different types of COVID, um, HIV, all that fun stuff. Um it's going to be killing staff, all that, all that jazz. It's like medical grade. So, you know, we, and we've been doing that well before COVID. So, um, but um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're just trying to just be smart and be safe about things, um, you know, at the best of our ability and hope that it just doesn't, you know, really affect everything to the point where we can't, we have to stop production. So, um, which we don't even have more than three or four people in a room at the same time when we're doing like production anyways so um you know it's not like we have large amounts of people which is good but um but yeah i mean it's it's definitely affected everyone which i'm sure you guys included so um it's definitely not fun now, right uh, now that's for sure now you are uh you are uh, uh currently the champion correct i am yes and uh, can you tell us who you who you beat, uh, who you defeated for the title, and when your next title defense is? Well, that's all lovely questions. Um, so here's the thing. Um, I've just had the belt since we started, and no one's been able to defeat me when we've done title matches. Um, and as of right now, and that's kind of what I was saying, I think earlier, is um, we are looking to do an eight-girl tourney um hopefully next year um for the belt i am gonna not have it that's gonna be the thing right now i'm gonna be putting it up so these girls can actually battle for it because the fact that no one's been able to take it from me yet and secondly i am part owner of this company which you know some people probably already don't like the fact that i have the belt they might think something weird's going on it's not i promise people um, but you know, people so, talk, so, so it's just, so it makes the, sense. We need a new, so, so we need some the, new girls. Yeah. So you're not the, so you're not the Cedric Rand type. You're, you're part owner of the company. So you want to, uh, give yourself the title. So you're not like a Cedric man, correct? N- uh, Stephanie McMahon. No. Um, I mean, I am, I am not full owner, but I'm, I am, uh, 44% owner of the company and yeah, it just, I'm kind of going in that route of just being more of that executive role anyways, because it's just, there's so much to do. I wear a lot of hats here. I'm not just a wrestler. (laughs) I edit. um, I train the girls. Like um, I do photo shoots. Uh, What else do we do? Oh, I, I help, you know, get the website, getting the posts on so people can buy it. Like, you know, there's just a host of an array of things that we have to do and that's, just to name a few. So 
yeah, there's just a lot to do. We're only two people. So like it just makes, there needs to be kind of this new core of girls, which we've had a lot of new girls lately and they're very promising, like super strong, have a lot of like energy out there. Um, so it's, you know, I think we've got a good kind of good crop right now. So it's, it's possible to see this belt maybe, maybe go to someone else, which is super sad, but at the same time, these girls need to have a little fun themselves. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Monroe, Jacob, uh, Monroe Jameson's our guest. So we've got about uh, 15 minutes here left with uh, Monroe. A couple questions now. Uh, well, just think about this, though. If you lose a title, you'd you, you feel kind of naked a little bit, wouldn't you, without that title around your waist? What do you mean, if I lose? Yeah. I mean, at the same time. You're hard to beat. I am hard to beat. And that's, I mean, but at the same time, I can still come back for maybe like marquee matches or, you know, train the girls and still be a part of it like that. But, um, you know, I I definitely think it's going to be hard for them. Even if, let's say, even if I was in the eight girl tournament, what if I won again? That just doesn't, I mean, like, it's got, these girls have to have some shot or chance. Um, I've been doing it nine years, and no one seems to be able to keep be able to catch up to me. So um, uh, it's it's time to train these girls and be like the mama bear, you know. Like um, uh, as much as I hate it, because I, lo- I I do love winning, don't you? I don't. <laughs> uh, let me tell you, I definitely uh, get a rise out of that for sure. But it's not like I'm over. I'm still wrestling. Um, I I've I beat every girl. Um, lately that I've taken on, so don't you worry. <laughs> so uh my my next question is now now don't take this question the wrong way, okay? No. Uh don't. I, I you know, and it would it would you know, I mean we had Johnny on and we had you on and of course anybody else that would be on would be a step below because, you know, you guys are on the top of the mountain, but would you be able to hook us up and get us uh, set up with anybody else? Well, yeah, that that definitely. We, uh, I mean, we could always have some girls maybe like join, like do a joint one or something with me and someone else or something. They just may sure. not know a lot of questions, um, uh, but you know, there's there's definitely, I, I, you know, as long as I'm I'm there or Johnny's next to them or something, not a big deal. Um, but yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, maybe even Buffy Ellington might be a good one, possibly. Um, well, the uh, one the one name that keeps coming up that uh, is Lizzie. People keep asking me about why don't I ask you about Lizzie? It's like okay, so I'm going to go ask you. Tell us about her. Uh, how soft is she in the ring when it comes when it's compared to you? How soft? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, okay, so you know we do mat wrestling, right? So, um, I mean, she was. Honestly, like, I thought, so going into it, I really thought she was going to be super strong. Like, from seeing her doing squats with, like, a guy on her back, like, on when she, like, put that up on Facebook, I was kind of like, holy crap. Like, I was like, uh, uh-oh. uh You know, like, a little bit. There was slight, you know, a slight twinge of, like, well, damn, maybe she's going to be stronger than I thought. But I have a little test that I do, and it's not even a test, but, like, if I can hug a girl or a guy, I guess, and, like, if I can feel you, if that makes any sense, like, 
she just felt when I first met her and I hugged her, she felt so skinny that I was like, Oh girl, <laughs> you're going down. <laughs> like I already kind of, and I normally don't like I I've learned my lesson. You don't want to underestimate your opponent. I've been there and then I've lost. Um, uh, but you definitely, you know, don't want to go in there just like thinking she's going to be strong. You got to have just a good mindset when you go into a match. It's all, it really is like, it is physical, but it's more mental. Um, and, uh, no, I just creamed her three Oh, I mean, it was perfect. Like, um, I took her down with two scissors and I think I took her down, um, with a breast mother. Sorry guys, but that is a legal move in MMA. Um, uh, and we use it. Uh, <laughs> So, and it, it is definitely effective. But, yeah, I, I think that match was maybe less than, like, I don't know, five or six minutes. Like, even the people that sponsored into the match, I think, were – some of them were a little upset that it was so short. But the thing is, like, with competitive, you you don't script it, right? Like, I'm not – it's not going to be a 20-minute match. You know, we're going in, going quick. It would be like in an MMA if, like, they tell them, like, okay, like, just keep dodging for, like, 10 minutes, you know, to, like, make it go longer. Like, that just doesn't happen. Like, you just – sometimes you just got to go and you got to strike. And I like to go in and I like to get out. Like, <laughs> that's how I like to win. I like quick matches. Um, I like submission moves. And I put her away. And it was it was awesome. Like, I was on cloud nine after beating her because there was just – so much banter back and forth, but I don't even think she's in the industry anymore, wrestling wise. By the way, sadly, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe I six, maybe I scarred her. Maybe I scarred her too much, and she just ran away. Uh, six minutes and fifty-two seconds, actually. Uh, now, <laughs> That's great. Uh, you know, I I guess uh, uh, another question that people ask me, and I and I gotta say this: there, there's a song uh, called. Uh, my heart's too broke. I don't know if you ever heard the song, but there is a line in that song that describes you to a T. And it's she's got a million dollar smile and a body in mint condition. That's you. Oh my gosh, you are so sweet. Thank you. Well, I, I, I'm ba- I I'm bowing down right now. I'm bowing. So you know, and you do have you do have a killer smile. Uh, oh, but thank you. Uh, you know it's. It's what's behind the smile in the ring that people need to worry about, you know. It's true. It's just like, you know. Uh, oh, one well, thing maybe you can help put uh, put, uh, uh, put down the myth that Monroe Jameson, that is that is your name. You didn't take it from Monroe, Marilyn and Jenna Jameson. That is your real name. So you can That's help, my name. Uh, explain that is your real name. That's not a made That's up my name. name. So that that myth has been put down. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Uh, so now give us uh, uh, give us a rundown uh, a sponsorship uh, in uh, a membership cost. Uh, if our fans wanted to run right over to the website and join, yeah, uh, well, different levels of uh, um, uh, sponsorship. Yeah, for for sure. I've got I've got even something maybe even better that if anyone is listening wants to do. So if you want, you got to write down my email address, okay? Everyone listening, write it down. Uh, Monroe at femalewrestlingchannel dot com. Um, email me if you want to watch our videos and make money while you do it. 
I know, right? Crazy. But seriously, email me. Um, <laughs> email me about that. I am not joking. Um, it's pretty awesome. Um, but I'm not going to tell you about it on here. You're going to have to email me, and I will tell you. Um, it is not a joke. Uh, but, yeah, you can do that. But, yes, we've got different tier of memberships. We've got a two-month membership for $27. Um, we've also got a one-year membership, so you get access to all of our FWC episodes, so all of our videos. Anything that isn't sponsored or other producers' content, you get completely free, the membership. Um, so other producers' content and sponsored content, you guys get 25% on, um, off on if you are a member. So not to confuse you guys, but, yeah, we got a lot of content on the site. Um, we also have um, free download Friday. Um, I don't know if I said that earlier, but um, I think I might have. But, yeah, free download Friday. Check that out. If you guys want to at least see if this is your cup of tea or something, or, again, email me if you want to make money off of watching them. So um, there's a lot of cool things that we've got going on right now. Um, and, uh, yeah. But, yeah, there's lots of ways. You can sponsor, too. You can email me or if you're interested in sponsoring because um, we don't have anything, like, on the site where you can just, like, click a button and sponsor. So that's something you would have to kind of email me about. But sponsorship runs about 500 depending um, for a competitive match. And if you are a legacy member, which you have to get approved, but if you are, you can make lifetime royalties off of that video you sponsor. So lots of cool stuff that we um, have going on here. So um, not to spit a lot at you, but. <laughs> well, no, that, that's fine. Uh, Monroe Jameson, yes, sir, you got five minutes left. Now, uh, and if uh, our fans are watching, whether they be male or female, because like I say, I've seen you kick the crap on a bonus male and female. Uh, now, if a fan, if a fan out there watching, let's say they want to finish a match, they can't. A fan can't just step in the ring with you, right? They have to go through. They have to be trained and all this stuff. They, you just won't go into the ring with anybody, correct? Correct. Yeah, you have to. So that's again with the legacy membership. Um, once you get approved, you can also be approved to like wrestle our girls um, that are active. Um, so that's, like, another perk of becoming a legacy member, but you have to fill out, like, an application um, and be approved because, um, yes, we don't just let anyone come here and wrestle. Um, that's just, you know, we got to be safe and smart about things. So we just have, you know, we just have an, a, a process we go through. So, um, and it's been working pretty well so far. So um, got quite a few legacy members, but, yeah. We'd love more. So, <laughs> uh, do you have a do you have an estimate of the total members you have? Oh gosh. Oh, you would ask me that. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out. How many current members do we have? Around three and four hundred. So uh, let me ask you this: If the icon wanted to show up there and just let you kick the heck out of him, you wouldn't you wouldn't allow that either. No, no, you nor you you yep. You got to be a legacy, and then and then you also have to pay. Then also, it's almost like a, you know, like when you're gonna go in and like do a karate training with someone, you're gonna come here and pay for like, um, and like a best of five fall like 
offense-defense match. Um, that's what we normally do with the guys nowadays, where they're on defense only and we're on offense, um, just to kind of eliminate injury. But no, I've done my, I've done plenty of competitive where the guy is, is on offense as well, <laughs> um, and they are tough. But um, it's fun. It's fun to kick guys and girls' butts. That's awesome. So let me ask you this on uh, on Legacy. When someone uh, let's say someone uh, uh, gets a membership, we all want our fans to uh, join and want uh, join a membership. But is there one match that you're extremely proud of that uh, you'd want them uh, to check? Oh, you would ask me that. Oh no. Oh man, there's so many choices, you guys. Ah, uh, hmm. Okay, and I don't know why I'm going with this one because I don't even. I think why I'm going with the one with when I went against Briella Jaden. We did like a part one and part two. Part two, we allowed hair pulling, which we normally don't. Um, and I kind of, I actually enjoy when we do hair pulling, but every girl that comes on doesn't want to do hair pulling. But I think it's fun because when you've got someone in a body scissors, you can like not like be mean and like yank hair out, but you can pull it for like position. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, yeah. Um, Briella Jaden, uh, we allowed hair pulling in the second match. She's kind of been a wrestler before. So it's kind of fun to take her on. She said she was a cat fighter. That's what she said. But then I beat her at her own moves. So it was kind of awesome. At least on the second one, you'll have to see how I did on the first match. But um with her, but yeah, that Briella Jaden was really fun. I can't even think. I'm my mind is like there's. I've been in so many matches, you guys. <laughs> Let me ask well, you, what was what's been your favorite match? That one, tell why don't you tell the listeners, Mister? I'm a huge fan. What your favorite match is? <laughs> that one because I I love watching women hair hair pull. I just love it. I love watching. Women pull each other's hair and then doing a slap thing, and uh, I don't want ever happen at, uh, at your organization. But you know when clothes start getting and stuff, oh, I just I just love the action. That that's just me. Uh, but you know the, the icon is the icon is a weird cat, obviously. Uh, now, so we, we only have we only have four minutes here to do this, and uh, I wanted to check you out. Uh, you got. We know you got a website. Which tell, tell us what it is. But do you yourself? Do you have a Facebook? You got a YouTube. You got a Twitter. You got a Twitch. You got an Instagram. You got a GoFundMe. What do you got? I know I've got a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, I think it's the Monroe Jameson. I believe you'll find me if you put Monroe Jameson in. Uh, Twitter is Monroe Jameson is my handle. I'm also on TikTok. I'm massively obsessed with TikTok lately. Um, um, so if you want to check me out, um, it's Monroe Jameson as well on TikTok. And then where am I? Facebook, of course, Monroe Jameson. My fan page is up there as well. Um, I think I even have, like, a Tumblr, but I rarely use it. Uh, Monroe Jameson is on there as well. But And I do have a YouTube, but I don't I don't use it as much as I should. Um, because sometimes my videos get flagged on there and it's hard for me to want to promote a company that doesn't see what I'm doing isn't badass. So, um, so that's why, again, if you're li- like the, anyone that's listening, 
wants to watch my videos and make money on it, email me, Monroe Jameson at femalewrestlingchannel.com. I'm telling you, um, it's going to make YouTube look really silly in a couple years, I hope. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's where you guys can find me. Um, and I really appreciate you guys having me on. Seriously, this has been fun. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, we, we do love everything that you do, and uh, uh, you know, uh, hopefully uh, we can have you on again. Uh, we love Johnny Ringo. We love, love you. Uh, uh, may, he's okay. Uh, ask, he's okay. Uh, well, you know, he's a, he's a good guy. Uh, it's, you and, know, he uh, is. Uh, I'm just joshing. We just like to make mess with him a little bit. Good for like Good for how like my co-host with me. Uh, I I know exactly how he feels. Uh, so I I, you know if uh, I'll uh, I'll get a list from our fans of who they like to uh, uh, see next. Uh, to see if you can get us uh, who uh, our fans request. That would be awesome. And uh, I don't know if you're able to do it, uh, but you can uh, send us one or two autographs for the big uh, Christmas giveaway show. We'd appreciate that. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. For us, uh, we, we we just love everything you do. And if we haven't scared you way too much, uh, because, you know, I am upset with you, but just not in that oh, way, uh, hopefully – Hopefully you'd uh, be willing to uh, come back on again if we. Uh, I would. Did, uh, I would love to come back again and send me your guys's mailing address because I'll send you like, I don't know, maybe a handful of autographs or something um, for that for the giveaway. Awesome. awesome. Well, so I can. Uh, yeah, we are up against it, my dude. I got to put the Monday Night Football coverage on. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're All right. Okay. Now, bye, guys. Love, love you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. So uh, that was awesome. She she may be in my top ten for favorite interviews. She's such a bubbly personality for a heel. Um, but we are up against it. Like I said, that's what sucks about the fall doing this show is we don't have a lot of time uh, afterwards. Uh, we, but but Granny, I'm gonna end the show in a very special way uh, just for you here tonight. All right, we're gonna we're not gonna end with our normal music. So once again, this goes out to Granny Holster and the three and O Chiefs. We will see you guys.